Hello and welcome back to the Fitcast Extra episode 27. As always, joined by Sporting Panda. How are you doing, mate? I'm very good. How are you? Very warm. We've got a warm few days coming up, haven't we? It's very warm. Well, I mean, I've probably had the worst worst week in, in Meagle, Meagle? Mogul land ever. Um, yes. Broken computer. Broken. Oh, yeah. Not broken ankle. Sprained. Drastically sprained ankle to the point mm. that it was... Uh, swollen like the size of two oranges it was horrible but thank you very much to the the fi community who helped me out there um but yeah not I, a good week i sent you a text didn't i, I said once the bruising comes out you'll be laughing <laughs> <laughs> because um i i, I was, I was it's just like saying oh you've broken your arm fig it's like yeah once the bone heals you'll be laughing <laughs> yeah but I, <laughs> I got that wrong but i, oh. I fell off a ro- i fell off a rockery once and i'm very what's agile, a rockery but um <laughs> in an old house at the back of the garden we had like a few rocks on top of each other and then there was like a garden area i don't know it's right, hard go to describe on, it. anyway, just a pile right, of rocks basically a pile of rocks yes but i jumped off the rocks and landed and um, uh, my ankle like twisted and my stomach sort of flipped at the same time mm. it was quite painful you know so i did feel bad for you and i meant that in the kindest way that once the bruising does come out you're on the road to recovery uh, not quite laughing but are you back on your feet now uh i'm i'm i haven't left the house for about two days now because i've been rising extensively oh. but i think tomorrow is my last day or tomorrow yeah. is going to be the yeah. day where the sweat because i've been i've been icing it quite a lot um, mm. with quite a lot of pressure and elevating mm. it so i'm hoping that tomorrow will be the day that i can actually maybe go to the shops and, and maybe go out and get some get some lunch yeah. or something like that because at the moment I'm, I'm living off scraps i'm gonna be honest with you panda it's like not good ham in the, ham in the hand we're talking ham in the hands a pear yeah. for lunch we're talking yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. the lowest of the low that the mogul's mm. ever been really many 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 moons ago if i was um a studiously working I don't know, the Betfair markets or dissertations. I used to sometimes just eat a packet of uh, lean Danish ham from Marks and Spencer's, 20 slices in one sitting. And that was literally my sustenance. Luckily, I've, I've come a long way from that. But I do know what you mean, living do, off scraps. Do you, do so you think those packs of hams, their kind of sales are going to rise after this, this goes out now? Eminence in Danish ham is delightful, to be honest. You can even <laughs> place that onto a piece of toast and sort of dab bovril on it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's many, many nice things you can do with the ham. But now I'm obviously more of a gourmet chef. So I'm yeah, more, yeah. I saw your, in my locker. I saw that photo that you posted, actually. Yeah, um, I've been back and forth to the garden. At my lowest, you seem to be at your highest. Well, that's the kind of same as the football index market, isn't it? Because if Sancho wins, the rest of the market loses, and then the rest of the market wins, and then Sancho goes quiet. It feels like very much a cat and mouse game, but I think that's because there's not enough um, money in the market. Mm. Everyone isn't at par value. There's so many underpriced players throughout, and they take turns, I think, in time. um, They take turns reaching their fair value. Um, And obviously, as you know, uh, there are trends and fashionable periods of the year to buy certain players mm, and, um, mm. but that's that's beside the point i've been back and forth to the garden for a week that's where i was going and today i bought myself afternoon tea for one which was quite nice mm. and can i just tell you a question ask you a question here right uh i'll put the photo up on twitter people can look at that on the third plate down they oh, had God, scones or you may call them scones yeah i don't know what but i call them scones um jam clotted cream and yeah. butter fine yeah. wow and there was a jar which you can't see in the photo yeah. of piccalilli what? Now, can can anyone tell me? Is it a very posh thing? What is it? P- well, piccalilli, I think, is pickled onions. It's a yellow uh-huh, okay. condiment. 
But I was so confused, and so I tried to Google it. Piccadilly with scones. Nothing came up on my Google. I think I think Fi Ben Man is going to help us out here. Yeah, I don't think I'm as cultured that you know I'm not as cultured as him. So I was very confused. What do I do with the Piccadilly and the scones? It made no sense to me. I can't believe you told me fig. I can't record till eight pm today because <laughs> I'm so busy. And then you're flaunting what can only be described as the poshest lunch for one that I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> well. Hard to argue with that, to be honest. I did say I can't record all afternoon because I'm doing some manual labour, but I managed to fit in afternoon tea. Um, but for one, yeah, I've laid, I've laid seven. Yeah, for, for one, I've laid seven hundred litres of landscaping bark in wow. the garden. I painted a lot of um, areas of wood uh, area. I guess we spoke about decking C last week. Just quickly for the, for the <laughs> listeners, area D in the garden uh, contains, I guess you'd call it two square areas three meters by three meters that you grow things in i suppose and um they've got sleepers wooden sleepers that kind of around the perimeter of these square areas they needed painting so i've laid bark in them to kill off the sort of Mm. uh, weeds and i've painted them which is really boring so we must move on to football index but that's what i've been up to getting the garden ready for the garden party well on saturday i've just realized we haven't spoken about arsenal winning the fa cup since um since they did win it but no that is probably i used up all my good luck in them winning it and then my computer yeah, and ankle broke all in one yeah. in two days yes. after that that week yeah yeah, yeah. so that um a shit week you've had although a good you must be pleased oh. i thought arsenal just we won't go into it too deep but i thought arsenal looked good and i think um we've said it so many times you know what i love about this show uh and i think some people agree with this is that we're not re- we're not always retrospective, you know. We kind of do try and look forward mm. and forecast, which you know we put our necks on the line. Sometimes we're embarrassed, but we have said for many weeks, Chelsea. We just can't understand the spine of the team, mm. their defensive frailties, and yet again, you know, Lampard has slipped into fourth place, lost the cup final, and at the back, oh. just look all over the place, don't they? I can't believe he played that that three against R three. I couldn't believe that he had the cheek to play, who was it, Aspilicueta, Zuma and Rudiger, just one mm. on one, on one mm. against Pepe, Lacazette, and, but I couldn't believe it. And it was no. so high up. He played so high. He, yeah, what he did, yeah. he, he really pushed, he pushed his team high, which meant that um, Kovacic and Jorginho, who aren't runners, had less ground to make up. But it meant yeah, that as yeah. soon as the ball went in behind them, they were just so... It was, they were all over the place, really. I don't think they had a shot on target. I think that was the stat after 10 minutes. i tell you one thing, though. Christian mm. Pulisic looks a player. Oh, he looks a good... good I was scared shitless yeah, every time he got yeah. the ball. Yeah, he is sensational. The, the knock on him, and that I think I probably over-egged this, is that when I went, you can go on to transfer market. It's... Um, well... I think people should be looking at injury histories when you buy footballers. I think that's part of the due diligence process. But he has had a lot of niggles and strains for a player of that age. And I just worry how robust he is and mm. whether he can kind of overcome well, I mean, that. Because he got an injury he, there, didn't he? Well, he pulled a hamstring, which reminded me. But he has had a fair few periods out with strains and issues. I mean, he tore an adductor muscle, I think, this year. Um, but there was also some at Dortmund. So if he can you know, be durable and get through and play plenty of minutes. I think he's an absolutely wonderful footballer. Mm. And I see no reason why he can't be way up in price. You know, I'm talking almost double what he is now. Captain America, you know, the US media side of things. It's a really interesting situation at Chelsea because, you know, you've got Kai Havertz coming in. And I think 
if I watched a little bit of him tonight as well before we recorded and oh yeah you had time to do that as well didn't you (laughs) (laughs) no I was having pizza express I was having my dinner oh did you you see that by the way Uh, 67 67 stores stores closed in 1100 jobs an awful I just hope my local branch isn't closed because (laughs) what I'll live off I've got no idea um but uh but uh, so yeah Kai Havertz I did watch a bit of that with my dinner and yeah weight of past sublime just I get that Chelsea probably can't afford to turn him down because when a player like that comes up you almost want to grab him before other clubs sort of circle and swoop next summer, where I think Bayern Munich will try and get mm. him. So I do get that you want to strike and, and get him now, but they've got to address the, the back. And Goalkeeper, centre-back, central midfielders. Yeah, they, they need left-back as well. Jesus, Alonso looked bad. He's I didn't really want to go down this path. Around, but sorry, go on. No, no, there was a question from an FI Oscar, which is quite a funny account. We'll, we'll come on to questions, but because we're talking about Chelsea, it's quite topical. If Kai Havertz, and uh, Kai Havertz is a superstar footballer, mm. I think, but Rolls Royce right, of a footballer. A Rolls Royce of a footballer, I just, you know, I, I love him. I, I prefer Odegaard. I've had some kind of uh, community debates on that, but never, <laughs> never knocked out uh, Kai Havertz. I think he's sensational. But if he arrives, I'm struggling as to why he would be double the price of Christian Pulisic. Mm. I mean, ability wise, and Pulisic has had a year to settle into England. You know, there's no adaptation period. Um, I guess the media with the transfer is quite big, isn't it? Mm. For, for it's going to be. I think it's just going to be one interesting. I, it's just going to be fascinating to see him, Werner, Pulisic, yeah, um, yeah, Abraham, Cho, Giroud yes. still going to be there. Like, absolutely. Where do all these guys get their minutes mm. from? Uh, William I mean, and Pedro obviously uh, leaving, but I don't know. It's, it's interesting because I think, I think Mount as well. Mason Mount, who I said last week was my dark horse footballer. I love Mason Mount. See, well, I, I just, I just don't know where That's he gets the strong. minutes from, Panda. Someone very shrewd. Um, <laughs> actually, it may have been PB, man. Someone did discuss with me a little while ago, p- p- potentially, Mason Mount plays in the pivot too. Mm, no chance. No chance. There Absolutely you go. no so chance. That's him, that's from him from the mogul himself, no chance. Yeah, well, there you go. Then we can tell him that later. But I don't quite know where Mason Mount plays, although he has started a little bit on the left for Lampard. And Lampard does love him. He does. Um, there's a. I'm very. I'm convinced with United. There's always enough media to go around. I think Liverpool are so dominant. There's enough media to kind of go around there. I think Dortmund, when we looked at it, were the third best team. Put them out of it because that was Sancho related. Um, Chelsea. Yeah. Interesting question. I think it'll be a simple case of whoever performs on the pitch, hmm. whoever takes that first penalty. You know, Timo Werner's there, who I think will have a really good season. So, yeah, an interesting squad. What do you make of all the Arsenal stuff that's happened today? The 55 redundancies, the, the head scout. Yeah, we've talked about Francis Kagigao quite a lot on this podcast and how he, he have, looks at the have. gate of players and how he's been sacked. I yes. can't believe it. The Cesc Fabregas, Martinelli yeah. finder, it's, it's madness. But you shouldn't be asking me. I'm, I was keen to ask you. I mean, you're, you're the kind of Arsenal guru. What, what are your thoughts about it? I just can't believe it. I'd, you're sad. They're, you're sad. they're rubbing up on... I'm, I'm quite sad because it's, it's gone yeah. against the, the culture of the club. A guy that's been there 20 years, etc. It's, it's madness. Mm, but mm. I, I also do think that they're trying to do these super agents as many favours as they can to try and get some of the deadwood out the door. But it's mm. going to look very... They're going to look very uh, red-faced if they don't get some of this deadwood out the door, and if they don't get some of these good players that they want through the door. So, mm, you know, mm. Gabriel, Willian, etc. It seems like we're going to become the Arsenal Samba boys soon. But uh, <laughs> it's um, yeah, it's interesting to see what happens with both those clubs over the summer. And, to, and, to, and one thing, well, talking about furlough and redundancies, and we've spoken about um, who did you spell Pizza Express? Yeah, I think with Liverpool, we said it again about six to eight weeks ago we referenced the fact that mm. Liverpool 
overturned their furlough decision. Do you remember there was pressure applied from Jamie Carragher, the local community, yeah. and in the end, Fenway Sports Group overturned the decision? I think that, in essence, cost them Timo Werner, mm. because I think from a PR perspective, they were very reluctant to spend the money on Timo Werner when they tried to furlough you know, the tea ladies and the canteen staff, etc., etc. And I think it's held them back this summer in how they've spent... Mm. Um, Interesting with Arsenal now, you know, you can't see them going to spend necessarily that big, can you, with the decisions they've made today? Then they're going to have to sell. But I mean, I, I yeah. say that, but at the same time, they're about to give Willian a, a three-year deal. They're about, to give, they're about to give Aubameyang a, a 250k yeah. a week three-year deal. They're about to yeah. buy this yeah. Gabriel guy for, what, 30 million euros? So mm. I don't know. Mm. Uh, there, there was this leak about, uh, probably from the club two journalists about Bamiang potentially verbally agreeing a deal. So that struck mm. me as kind of trying to dig themselves out of a hole. But don't want to bore people anymore i am having the ask blog uh founder uh, andrew on the state of play podcast on tomorrow so do check that out next week which is awesome um so it, I, might... I might ask you a question you, are you taking questions absolutely go on state of play yeah podcast. no no i'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna right i will write you some questions tomorrow because i wanted to ask you a little bit around the demise of wenger and whether he was not backed and david dean leaving and kind of where all that went wrong i've got some theories but, but anyway but you know what, what i will say do you know what i will yes. say is i am so all in on arteta that whatever he wants i want really that's me now he's so you've magic right, man i'm gonna make magic a man. note right fig nails colors tomorrow you're in the arteta camp <laughs> i've always been in the arteta camp <laughs> i know yeah right let's talk about fi okay 30, no. 30 minutes in um Sugar. Media review. We haven't talked about this because it unfortunately no. didn't come during the last show. But such a shame. Such a shame. Well, kind of a relief and a shame at the same time. Mm. Um, mm. Because I, I often feel feel that the unfilteredness makes mm. the quality worse. But mm. we do have the first take, whereas now we probably have better takes, but we're not first. So it's it's a push and shove kind of match. You know, the, people have been waiting for these takes all week. <laughs> I saw, I saw a tweet, someone said, I've been furiously refreshing the podcast app at 6.30pm. Yeah, they, they need to hear your take on this. Right. Did you not discuss it on the Sunday show? I have, but that doesn't go out until Sunday. Oh no, I did last Sunday, yeah, yeah. Who did you course. have on last Sunday? Last Sunday, I had... It was quite good, I listened to it through the early hours. Dry on your cheeks. Dry on your cheeks. Yeah, I have, I I have had some takes. Spoon. Very good, okay. very good chaps. Okay. But this is, you know, this right. is what the fans are waiting for, right? Yeah, Phase 1 changes. Our, our fans. <laughs> Improved yeah, article gathering. So no mm. more RSS. They're going to be using a new system that will improve the number mm. of articles from several media outlets, most notably Sky Sports and The Times. Our analysis has shown that this improved article gathering will shift the weighting away from the tabloid forward slash red top newspapers. It's important mm. to note that we won't be reducing the number of articles from the tabloid newspapers, only the weighting will be significantly less skewed going forward. It will also mm. allow us to analyse synopses of articles which should enhance the volume and accuracy of articles attributed. Just before we go on, if anyone makes fun of my pronunciation of things on Twitter, <laughs> while I'm reading, I will... Uh, fire will rain upon you. Um, it's also... It will also allow us to analyse... Yeah, I've said that. Secondly, we're reviewing our media outlets and have decided the Ad The Athletic, our remove... Mm. The glorious Huffington Post. We're looking at adding additional UK sources based on the quality of football-related articles provided. Mm. That will mean that the media list of outlets for 2020-21 will be basically the same as what we've had. Take away the uh, Huffington Post at The Athletic, which is interesting. Mm. Mm. Yeah, The Athletic's an interesting one. High-quality journalism. As you know, I'm a, I'm a member. I subscribe. I don't know how much impact it will have on the media rankings because for those of you that have got it, there are a handful of good quality articles a day they don't release kind of high volume no so you know it's a nice addition why not have it if it's there 
why not have it? But I don't know how they'll filter it through because it's a, a paid-for service, isn't it? So I guess FI will have a subscription. Because if they're... Well, I'll let you get onto this, but if, you do, if they're doing the matching of the headline to the first paragraph, FI will have to have the access to the article. So I guess that's fine. I'm sure they've probably talked to the Athletic themselves. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, yeah. sure they've, I'm sure they're not just getting a subscription and they're just doing it. I'm sure they're actually having conversations with them and saying, yes. look, we don't want to go against any license required maybe they have to have a special license i don't know but um, they may well do yes you can't just use the athletic.co.uk forward slash fig get 40 percent off your yearly subscription imagine Um, if adam's done that adam and mike have done that in the team maybe maybe some of the team have but i don't think the (laughs) official company will have (laughs) i'd be i'd be i'd be very shocked if they did but that's that's good that was one of our i think we had like a three to four pronged attack at at media we We wanted to be sensible we wanted um article attribution we wanted name attribution and we wanted a sprinkling of foreign media only the first to have happened but let's get into that you know Mm. the articles that are going to be added this is going to be this this already makes media going from a a two out of ten to a three and a half doesn't it the improved article gathering I think so, absolutely. I mean, we've been quite critical of media since January and, uh, we, we, you know, we wanted a refresh because it hasn't been looked at for four or five years. There were some gaping holes in it. And I have to say, I thought the comms was spot on. I thought the announcement was spot on. Uh, the feedback on social media was excellent. Mm. So they deserve a lot of praise for the announcement. And yeah, as you say, the opening part you've read there, I'm very happy with. I'm nodding along and um, it all makes a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we, we talked a little bit about... Um, there's there's still not been fury. There's still been dis- disappointment that the uh, the articles, the number of articles, haven't been capped. Do you think this was the right move from them? I think it was. Yeah, I, I do, I do, and I think there's been lots of discussion about it that we've kind of rehash over the last week. But lots of sensible discussion around it, and yeah, I'm very happy with that. I don't, I don't see any need to cap it. I'm not sure how much difference it would make anyway. So. You know, no, I'm good with that. What about you? I am good with it because you said you were good. I, I'm, I'm good, but I, I just think that it, you run the risk of having a summer of very small scores and a lot of draws, and I think that just makes it look a bit naff, a bit boring, and you mm. know, you don't want to. You, you want players to still win and be rewarded. Um, so mm. I don't know. I think I, I tweeted something, didn't I? I'm seeing people complain about media buzz on Football Index when it's changing just over 40 days. I could pick holes about four of the top five on media buzz today because the players are being ranked by a mechanism that isn't fit for versus because i saw a lot of people slacking off sancho express etc but if i looked at it sancho's got the united bias right willian he's got one name yeah, <laughs> Grealish has yeah, got the united yeah. bias sanchez yeah. has got the united bias pedro has one name so it was five of the top six that day that were all shouldn't have been up there what? Or, or no, not, maybe maybe not shouldn't have been up there, but maybe should have had differing scores. And people were concentrating on the the outlier leader, which I thought was slightly mm, strange. Like mm. I like general criticism. I don't like well, you know, Pogba's getting loads of points from the Express. Shut the Express off. It's I don't really get that. I think it's general too specific. Yeah, general the, you know, constructive yeah. criticism is what we need. Yes, and you know, so we spoke last week, and the two we both have marked media quite poorly over the last six months, and we wanted. <laughs> Yeah, name recognition to be enhanced, which it looks like is going to happen. And we wanted, obviously, sentiment and the scoring of articles mm. to be enhanced. And that's being that's looked the other at one. as well. That's the other yeah. one. But improved footballer recognition, this is interesting, isn't it? So players are now going oh, yeah, to have aliases, aliases, aren't they? So, mm. for example, uh, Son will be recognised as both Son Hyung Min and Hyung yeah, Min Son, as well as probably Son, I'm presuming. Yep. Um, yep. Which is pretty good, isn't it? It means that... It's brilliant. And we've had trouble with Nabi Keita. 
yeah. who isn't being picked up, and now he will be. So aliases, um, little quirks in picking up names. You know, there's a lot of common surnames in Spain that may not be being picked up kind of, uh, you know, crisply. Um, they, do you remember they made a change in January or February? And it's a really good example. They kind of butchered one player uh, and ruined his recognition to, to make another one more easily picked up. Who was it? I just can't remember who it was now. But it was a really crude way of fixing the problem. Well, I remember Harland was, was the one that was Harland changed. was also a change. But, you know, they, they never had the time to go into the, and do a root cause analysis and kind of build it from the ground up. They just sort of patched it over. Where I think this is just quite exciting because mm. it looks like there's a it looks like there's been a deep dive study into mm. it and they're not looking to rush it and they're looking to get it right and it was overdue. And, and so, players yeah. won't have to be in the headline; they can be in the opening paragraph, yeah. opening sentence, yeah. or synopsis, yeah. which is also great. Absolutely. And I've driven up the wall with a number of times. I see my players, whoever it may be, only having surnames. So Gold.com, yeah. which is a decent website, always uses surnames in the headlines, and it's infuriating because you don't pick up any media buzz for that. So now we're gonna obviously pick up hopefully um, whenever a surname's been used we're going to be able to pick that up and get media buzz points for it mm. so that's great one thing that hasn't been touched on, i think this hurts one named players i mean it does yeah for, for those of you who are fairly new to the index out there and haven't been around you know someone like neymar he's picked up just for neymar in a headline he doesn't obviously have his his full name referenced so he scores generally quite high, picks up a good media yield. Well, he hasn't so much this year, but generally he does. He's at an advantage over somebody like, I don't know, Kai Havertz, because Kai Havertz needs forename and surname in the headline. Now, that's being rectified, isn't it? So the single name advantage... Or someone um, like Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, you know, three names. Yeah, yeah. Trent Alexander-Arnold yeah. with the hyphen, the double barrel. So there is a benefit now to the latter and the Pedros, the Williams, the Neymars. I think have been hurt a little bit by this. How much, I don't have the weighting. There are people with better numbers than me out there, but I do think they've been hurt somewhat. Mm. They have slightly, but maybe... For a better product. I, I think it's hard to say because so much has changed. We have to, yeah, yeah. first of all, for a better product, but we have to of see course. how this affects it in r real world terms. No, you know? you're right. Yeah, Neymar yeah, might right. get more media. Who knows? It's, it's very hard to say. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, fair enough. But that goes from a three and a half to about a five out of ten, I think, for me. Adding mm. adding the improved football recognition, which I think is massive. And then we've got the new word list, which is th yes. the third of our four-phased solution that we, we suggested. So instead yep. of using generic algorithm, AFIN165, we've created our own internal list of words with assigned points for our media sentiment scoring. This list will be available to view on the Academy website from early September 2020 ahead of the 20. 2021 Premier League season. Superb. This will again provide significantly greater transparency for traders. Some key points Brilliant. we've addressed the perceived United bias. Words related to football performance will have a stronger positive score and be more relevant to football index. Negative words will have a stronger negative yeah. score. This is interesting. Mm. And this is where some of the discussion has been on. And I, my guest that goes out on Sunday was not really a big fan of this. Um, mm. They, We want to promote strong performances on the pitch poor performances should not drive media points previously articles with a net negative sentiment could still generate media points under the new system articles with a net negative sentiment will receive zero media points which means if jack Grealish gets punched in the head he's not going to get any media points if david louise has a red card he's going to get fewer points if meza Erzul doesn't play and is playing Fortnite instead of um traveling with his team to a cup final he mm. is probably not going to get many points so 
is this is this bigger than we actually thought it would be, Panda? I think to take a leaf out of your book and you know feed you the medicine you just fed me, <laughs> we have to wait to see how it plays out. Mm. My initial gut reaction is that yes, this is bad for certain goalkeepers that make huge errors <laughs> in a year. You know, De Gea, Hugo Lloris, I don't know. Kepa. You know, you know. Who are, Kepa, yeah. If there's keepers that are having bad performances, it's going to hurt them. It's bad for your, your Mesut Ozil's, your David Luiz, guys that have got high profiles and, you know, are, are scapegoated by the press. Um, I think it's going to hurt those guys. So, uh, this is very difficult and I think we need to be sensible as a community. I mean, I think this is quite a neat way to, to strip out um, actions and non-footballing actions that sh- shouldn't get media. Mm. I, I don't know. I've always been somebody that said, "Look, I want to get the broadsheets and the tabloids in front of me. Turn on the, like, flip them over, have a look at the back pages, and, and then I want to log on to Football Index and I want the media buzz to reflect what I see on the back pages." Mm. But with that does come problems yeah. when you have criminal cases, tax evasion, not tax evasion because they remove that, but it leads to a lot of grey area. And so to remove that grey area and to reward on-pitch performance and to step away from uh, controversy, you know, in court cases, and, and we went through the legal process, mm. didn't we, actually, a little <laughs> while ago. To step away from that, I think this is a cleaner solution. I don't think you're going to be able to please everybody with this, but I think we've, as long as we've got consistency, mm. transparency, that goes a hell of a long way um, to keeping a community happy. And, you know, I'll back whatever path they go down with this. You know, I'm not going to die in a ditch over this. <laughs> <laughs> I um I uh I actually created a really shitty scenario, a really boring one uh, for Sunday's right. podcast. I said, you know, let, let's get the scenario where Eric Dyer goes and punches someone in, in the stands. It's yeah. the only game day game on this day. Harry Kane scores a brace to bring his team from one 0 down at home. Yeah. Scores in the yeah. last minute. He should win media, right? But after the game, Eric Dyer goes up in the stands, punches some fan suddenly Harry Kane doesn't win media and there's a lot of mm. people kind of sitting around, maybe new to the platform, maybe kind of outsiders being like, that's weird. But then it's like, mm. well, he is the most talked about player, but we want to see, I guess, you know, we want to trade footballers and mainly on the pitch, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've been someone that with my sports betting career, I've always been quite in tune with football podcasts and talk sport and I like to try and think what the layman's thinking. You know, I like to hear sounds a bit wrong common fan or layman but you know because i like to swim against the tide and kind of go against public opinion and perception Mm. and try and find an edge so i'm very good at picking up high profile footballers what the media are discussing so i think this probably i probably lose a a touch of an edge here but i'm still happy because i do think this moves the platform in the right direction and as i say i don't think it's there's definitely a right and a wrong answer here i just think that consistency as I, i repeat consistency transparency our keys where the community were getting upset is you know when Grealish was being removed for leaving his Range Rover somewhere for drink driving Carl Walker was left on for having you know sex um <laughs> Eric Dyer's taken out for a punch like th- there was no crystal clear guidelines I don't think and I think this is a solution which makes things repeatable mm-hmm. so yeah I'm, I'm happy with it, it yeah I'm, one I'm other thing to raise in this how yeah, curious and interested are you to see what the transfer-related words, as someone who really loves trading transfers, yeah. are yeah, going to yeah. look like in this internal list of words, which have been assigned yeah, by the index? Yeah, I'm interested. Um, bid. and um, <laughs> As long as bid's there, you're all right, right? <laughs> Contract n- renewal. 
Nego- I, 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 yeah, I'm interested how deep they go with it. I mean, reject's a new contract. Reject could be a negative word, but actually that's quite a big story if a player rejects mm. a contract. So the transfer world is its own little media world. So I, I am kind of quite keenly interested in that, how they're going to get around that. Mm, mm. But, you know, very, very happy, actually. What else did they reference? Uh, they have... I've got my notes in front of me, which I'm going to run through in a minute. <laughs> um, once uh, the improved sentiment at scoring algorithm is in place, we will no longer be removing yeah. articles about COVID and we will allow our sentiment scoring to value articles. This is for phase two, sorry. It's so 2021, 2022. Okay. So for phase two, which will go live in the beginning of next, next season, so not the season coming to one other, we'll evaluate AI and machine learning solutions to better handle these scenarios. This will require significant testing and care to yeah. ensure a fair solution. What that means, I've got no idea. They're, they're going to use no, these no. these solutions apparently to better handle discrimination, so anything to do with racism, um, you know, because we've, we've discussed wow. on, on, on this podcast that, you know, Raheem Sterling being abused and a story yeah. there maybe shouldn't be included but Raheem Sterling talking out about standing up against racism, racism. Yeah, and being be. an, yes exactly and being an icon and, and discussing it openly and trying to make positive change in sport it's very hard that, it's very hard it's very difficult yeah. um, but apparently this thing will, will help them and, I, and the, the COVID thing's interesting because at first YouTube was banning any videos that had anything to do with COVID I remember one of my videos got de or partially demonetized because it had COVID mm. in, in it and I was like well everyone's asked me about covid this is the content mm. i'm gonna make what am i gonna do and then eventually they just saw that well if everyone's making content about covid and this is what the news is and this is what content creators are going to do then that is what we, we can't just demonetize everyone that has covid in it um mm. i think it was mm. just to help stop spread misinformation basically here yeah fi have got to same take the same approach Last but not least, similar to football name recognition for media sentiment scoring, we will also be checking the opening paragraph, opening sentence, or synopsis of each article. Therefore, both A, yeah, we've said that before. Um, and then phase two, the, the AI and machine learning solution that we just mentioned, and then building a sound and fair approach to global media outlets. We'll be continuing mm. our analysis mm. of global outlets during the 2021 season, especially looking mm. at translation issues and localized content in particular outlets. Once we've reached a sufficient level of fairness, transparency, and consistency will be able to add global outlets to our list of media stories that, that this was my biggest eyebrow raiser so i've played some bets in advance thinking that we're going to see some european media this summer so obviously i guess you could say slightly backfired in terms of timing but i still absolutely believe in the footballers um last week i used the term turkey's voting for christmas because i can't help but think some people that voted so strongly for european media maybe didn't understand the ramifications and the potential impact on their holds. I might be wrong there, um, so apologies, you know, if you if you are aware of it. But you know, if you've got big holdings in Harry Kane or, or Marcus Rashford or Bruno Fernandez, um, I don't know Raheem Sterling, if you open up to European media by twenty percent, then in Europe, you know, we've seen the data: Messi, Cristiano, uh, Paul Pogba, who's played in many countries, they're going to eat into those media wins. So. You know, there may have been some tears on the timeline around a reduced kind of payout on, on people's own holds. So I do think they need to be careful with this. Do we need it to take the platform to the next level? Yes. So I'm excited about European media. But on the back of COVID and um, introducing order books part one, on the back of the dividend increase, which I've got my own theory on, which I can share in a bit, actually, 
I think it was the right decision. I can understand some frustration around it, but dangling the carrot, letting us know it's coming next summer. They're going to do a proper you know, study on this. They're going to get the numbers right. I'm very happy for it to be delayed by a year, and I see no issue with that. Mm, mm. So uh, one question, I've got, or two questions I've got, actually. Okay. First of all, before I ask you to rank it out of 10 overall, um, yep. the announcement and also media now, do you yes. think this will see a larger concentration of... Uh, well, more dividends concentrated to fewer players because we're going to see less yeah, of the David yeah. Luizes and less of the Eric yeah. Dyers and less of the Jack Grealishes yep. get punched in the head win. Does this make the media winners currently more valuable? I think so, yes. Yeah, and we we don't know that, so take this answer with a pinch and of And we've been terrible at predicting in the past. And so. I've been awful. I mean, you know, I'm hot and cold. <laughs> this could be a cold take, so let's see how it plays out. But I do think... Yeah, it, it takes away a few wins from very poor goalkeeper, goalkeeping performances and Jack Grealish or Eric Dyer incidents. So I think the current media winners, it strengthens. I think it's good for goal scorers who, you know, game-winning goals, strikers who like to take set pieces. Um, I think the words associated with a match-winning goal at that end of the pitch are usually very positive. So I think it helps attacking players. Um I think it's bad for single name players, which we've discussed, Neymar and William, but let's see how that plays out. Obviously, people with nicknames, two names, double barreled, I think it's positive for. So you mentioned Pierre, um, Eric Aubameyang. And, um, you know, I think it's, yeah, I think it's good for media players. So I think Football Index have enhanced their liability payouts. Mm, I think. Agreed. And what we, what we don't know, Fig, and well, you may know, I don't think we've got information on this. Are we having World Cup qualifiers? I guess we don't know yet. Don't know. Nations, don't no, know. okay. Because last year we had Euro qualifiers, which took up the treble media days, didn't we? Nations they League as well had IPDs last year. Yeah, they'll probably do the same this year. But if they don't, that's even more for media. Hmm. But, you know, look, looking back over the last 12 months, media's been very friendly because we had January. Did we have media madness? Hmm. Last summer we did. We had COVID, double media dividends. And we've now got media madness. So although media in its basic dividend chart is quite skinny, we do get it tweaked up quite a lot throughout the calendar year and if the winners are more concentrated now it's kind of a double whammy so correct correct maybe maybe they've kind of inadvertently increased it more than we we did hope but go on give me give me the rankings out of 10 for one the announcement and two what media stands out after we ranked it a two out of 10 now very difficult because we need to see how it's implemented you know i always look at things how is it designed and how is it implemented design Mm. and implementation the design and the comms look a strong seven or eight to me. I'm very, very happy with most of the announcement. Implementation, you know, I won't be able to give you for a couple of months. <laughs> fair play. Fair <laughs> Yourself? Play. Uh, I'll give the comms, yeah, another eight, eight and a half, eight, eight and a yeah. half. And then I think media is already at about a six and a half out of ten now. Very good. I'm very pleased, mm. yeah. Um, so you're happy? I, I am happy overall. Yeah. Overall Can happy. I just run one, th- on, one football index theory past you? I may have said go this on. in a previous podcast, but been discussing it with a couple of guys. And, you know, that fairly frugal dividend increase, which people were generally quite unhappy about, I think the dividend increase on its own was okay. I just think people maybe were a bit pissed off about adding the extra elements in and spreading the money thing. Yeah. But anyway, you know, with them being, a, we've spoke about this tier one status quite a bit. And we know that they need to hold back three years worth of unpaid bets. Yeah. So their dividend liability for three years. If they go way in with an aggressive dividend table and they pay out a market yield of 20 to 21%, then that's 60 to 62% they need to hold on the balance sheet as a liability pot. If they um, offer a market payout yield of, say, 15%, which is maybe where we are at the moment, which is a little bit under, 
then that gives them far more wiggle room in case a second wave of COVID hits. Yeah. And do you not think having that flexibility, we may have discussed this before, does that make sense to you as a mogul and, you know, an FI connoisseur or a savant? Does that, that explanation, does that sit? Well, uh, that yes and no. I would say yes in the kind of general context of COVID and, and, and so on and so forth. I'd say no in the kind of the fact that they had very little spend, probably stopped spending money on rent, probably stopped spending on, well, stopped completely spending money on marketing. We don't know if they furloughed anyone. Mm. I, sh I should maybe hope not, considering how many bets they took on, but they could have done, you know, there might be someone who's a, I don't know, an office manager or a PA or a, um, mm. someone who, who's, whose work very much involves being in the office that, that might have been furloughed. Um, and to take in, you know, 25, 30 million uh, worth of bets and then to remove liabilities, I still think it should have been more aggressive. And I think if I was the person there who was making that decision, I would have said, you know, this is our time to strike. But again, didn't happen that way. We, we need to move past that and um, yeah, yeah. we need to start looking at the positive side of things, one of which is this media uh, change. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I wanted to ask you okay. actually, yeah. Um, yeah, just before on. we plug a couple of things and move on to the questions. Probably yes. going to have an announcement tomorrow, aren't we? Oh, <laughs> yeah, we are. I, I kept missed that. I missed that. There's a lot of people print, did, isn't there? A lot of people. Well, the it's, of the it's not small. It's just the last thing that I think a lot oh, of people did. I'm trying to. Okay. <laughs> okay. Trying to get away. So with let that, me read yeah. it exactly. We're very because you, you love reading in between the lines. So I'm going to actually read you the lines and you read in between them. We're very excited about the future of our media rankings. Next week, during the uh, Figcast. <laughs> episode 27 we will announce our plans for the product and platform going forward with exciting features and enhancements mm. um i don't know this is throwing me I'm, and then I'm, an onwards you know, and upwards to boot yeah i, I live for reading between the lines it's got to be so about sell orders doesn't it I would if you combine the previous communication, which was when was it? Was it the 9th of July? No, it was the, no, the week after the 9th of July. They said within yes. four to six weeks we will see sell orders. It's been yeah. four weeks since then. Yeah, maybe three so and a half weeks. It should be a you think it'll be a concrete date for sell orders? I think it's got to be. Yeah, I think the it's only got thing, to be. It won't be media related, I wouldn't have thought. No, it won't be a deposit bonus yet. I don't think it won't be. I actually think it will be oh. sell orders and a bit more information about Nasdaq, maybe IPOs as yes. well, because we are in August, Panda, and they've said September is IPOs. Nasdaq is yeah. when IPO. Uh, a... yeah. September is when Nasdaq will be implemented, rather. So lots yeah, to be yeah. getting on with. Yeah, true. Well, let, I I go sell orders as well. <laughs> but I do you know I've gone back. I, got, I went back and forth on that quite a bit. I'm, I wasn't 100% sure what we're going to see tomorrow. I didn't, I don't, I, my gut reaction was it wouldn't be too significant. I kind of looked at it as like a nice little add-on. So we might get a bit of an updated comms, a bit like Adam Cole's letter from a few mm. Mondays ago, which personally, I threw it in the bin. I didn't really care for it. I know some people liked it, but you know, I'd heard it all before. I, um, I think it's got to be a bit more concrete than this. Yes. I think okay. it's got to be, especially this close yeah. to September. Well, they, did, they didn't need, they've been hammered on comms recently and it was a beautiful piece of comms on media. So I'd be very surprised, as you say, if it slipped back into mm. being very vague and generic. Mm. So actually, chances are it will be quite concrete and quite good comms. For so sure. We shall see. So that's tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. hopefully anyway, fingers crossed. Um, yeah. 
Well, just before we move into questions, and you, I stall so you can bring up the questions, I need to plug the Patreon. Mm. So if you head over to patreon.com forward slash FI guide, you guys can check out the Patreon, uh, which has got over 60 members now, which is awesome. Uh, people loving the monthly blogs, monthly podcasts, the webinars, and the Discord chat. So do check that out. And then if you guys do want to sign up to The Athletic, we talk to them about them a lot during the show due to the media announcement. Uh, you can get 40% off now. Uh, if you go over to theathletic.co.uk forward slash F-I-G so fig um, and for two ninety nine mm. a month you get uh, you basically get 40% off your yearly subscription of The Athletic I'm presuming mm. your little fancy lunch cost a bit more than two ninety nine, didn't it? It was quite expensive that afternoon too <laughs> I'm almost shameful I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed to give away the price but the coffee um, but cost more I'm, the coffee itself looked pretty large it, probably more, yeah, it was more flat, expensive it was, a, it was a flat white I had a touch too much milk for my liking maybe 30 milliliters too much milk <laughs> but I have got here in front of me a pack of 140 barbecue bamboo skewers Ooh. is that for yes, your that, uh, that for this weekend's party party? Saturday. Oh, uh, correct wow. yeah so I think I don't know how much these were but I'm going to say these might have been more than 249 so I'll go I'll go for the bamboo skewers this week <laughs> we'll have to have some live footage won't we oh. I'll have to wear a head cam while I'm serving drinks yeah, I can't. <laughs> I've actually got your GoPro up in my office. So I was going to make you wear it. I've got you an outfit up there and a little GoPro. So I was going to make you know get some inside footage. Unfortunately, the, the ankles, uh, the branch, <laughs> the ankles uh, put me out of service. I think. Mm. Yeah. Time uh, for questions. It seems. Time for questions for people. Yes. Got a question here from James Grady from the Fig Facebook page. So I've Ooh. recently started. Uh, going yep. and, and talking to people on Facebook. So if you go over to fo- facebook.com forward slash football index guide, you will find my page. You can ask questions, mm. post on there, do whatever you want and, and get some good uh, conversation going with some great members. Uh, James mm. Grady says, when Sancho's transfer is complete and the media dies down, what makes him oh. a lot higher in price compared to Greenwood and Rashford? Wow. Scathing. Scathing. Well, an attack, you know, an attack, an attack of Panda, which, uh, you know, it's okay. So, I think ability number one. I think we don't. We did a podcast that I'd recommend James go back and listen to around Sancho's stats and his performance levels. I think a lot of people in this country haven't seen him and don't understand his full ability yet. And have a look at my pinned thread, a little uh, uh, pinned tweet on my profile, which I talk about his ability. So I think he's a far superior footballer to Marcus Rashford. Number one. Um, secondly, he's got uh, a British record transfer tag attached to him, and I see this debut season, and I may be wrong. But I see it being a lot like uh, Mo Salah's when he went to Liverpool. Maybe not in terms of GNA output, but in terms of the media obsession. You know, the ex-Man City youth player mm. returning to United. It's like Pogba when he come back into the country, signing for Liverpool. It would have been a huge story. I just think you've got so many intangible factors at play here with this transfer that I think the media will rumble and rumble and rumble with it. Mm. Um, Mason Greenwood Fig what did I say when I first met you who did I say were the best two teenagers I've seen Uh, Mason Greenwood and I don't know who the other person is I told you Mason Greenwood and Jaden Sancho Mm. so you know um, why is he going to be more than Mason Greenwood then you know pure minutes I think played and talent again and the media well I'm just repeating myself there but it's a fair Mason Greenwood the tattoos the haircut. Yeah, the tattoos. I just think people have... The ex-City vibe, you know. I think that probably gives them a I bit said. more did media. You... Yeah, I did hear that, of course. You sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exit. I think people are still underestimating the media. Yeah, I thought you were going to yeah. say sleeping on him. No, no, no. No, I no, 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 I think no. everyone's fed up the back teeth. <laughs> I just mean, I think the media runs on this one. I think it's very different to Harry Maguire or Wan-Bissaka. Mm. And I can understand 
looking at it crudely, well, Maguire, I think 70 to 80% of transfers on Football Index, it can be sensible to remove some liability and take some profit on the signing day. I think there are 20 to 25% where they're still very much undervalued. And, you know, I personally won't be selling any. Obviously, you know, that's just me, but I can understand many wanting to cash in. But I, I think the media runs and runs and runs through to the Euros. Mm. Um, go on, your son. Um, I wanted a, uh, my phone locked when you went on mute because I panicked, but I wanted to give a quick shout out to a guy. Um, oh, yes. Uh, James Parkinson, or Parco, as he's known to me. <laughs> um, lads, my question didn't make the cut again. was looking forward to listening to it. We'll be sending more questions in. Hashtag would make my day. Oh, he hasn't actually sent a question. What was his question last time? What, uh, what's his handle? Let me, I'm going to go find uh, it. I'm going to go out my James, way, Parco. Right, this is for Parco. At James Parkinson. Uh, have you given me the actual... No? <laughs> uh, da, 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 at James W. Parkinson. At James W. Parkinson. Oh, I've got, I've got it. I've got the question Go on. for you. Right, let me ask you. Fig, how long do you envisage prices remaining relatively stagnant for? At the moment, a good run of performances are providing us with positive data, allowing us to get on players at good prices, which I'm enjoying. Others should take advantage of this great opportunity rather than moaning. Uh, so the question is, how long do you envisage prices remaining stagnant for? I think we're in a strange situation where we'd want, uh, we'd want, you know, September to come. I, I, we've kept saying it on this show, haven't we? You know, for the last couple of months, we I have. kept saying we to have. you, Panda, I wish we could just fast forward September for so a variety of reasons, but mainly just how much has had to be added to the product. And I really mm. do think that with some of these things tightened up a little bit and with some of the um you know no doubt maybe if i throw some other things our way i think we will see a lot more movement in september we we would have been i think bang on the july august i was very confident in a big run-up and i think i wrote a monthly the monthly patreon blog in july i said i was right and then i was wrong when the dividend announcement came in because i was if you looked at the kind of market cap graph we were going so nicely in july bubbling it was, away it was ridiculous it was ridiculous. And then the announcement you know, the happened. When, it was literally yeah, 9th of July. You can see it go Greenwood down. And, that's right, millions went into Greenwood and Foden. I was like, Figs nailed it again. <laughs> it was bubbling up incredibly. Nearly. Before the announcement. Nearly. Nearly got it. But um, yeah, I think September probably is my, is my guess. But I, I do think we'll see some movement on French League players when they start playing their games um, and so on and so forth. So it's, it's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah. And, and Sancho is moving, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. You know, he like you know, we are getting some movement on him, and I, I know it won't be long, and maybe it's the incorrect way, but I know how the index works. You're going to see some tweets soon saying there's quite a big gap between Mbappe and Sancho. <laughs> um, <laughs> and all of us, yeah, right. Sam Lapsley from the Facebook group. At what point? Another one. Do we yeah. ex- uh, another one? Uh, at what point do we expect much more liquidity coming into the lower end of the market? Mm, mm. Um. We've got to say September, haven't we? <laughs> haven't, we just got to repeat, haven't we just got to repeat your beautiful answer? Yeah, before? I think so. I think so. I mean, sell orders, I really think it's a simple case that sell orders will enable far more money to be moved around in an efficient manner, capital reallocation, and I think it gets things moving quite nicely. I was concerned about sell orders launching into a negative market, mm. but I think with what I'm seeing at the moment, and I, I kind of see the market picking up quite a bit over the next six weeks, mm. And I think they'll sweeten the deal even more uh, once we get through to sell orders in September. So, yeah, I, I think the answer has to be the start of the new season. Mm. Hmm. 
Um, this is um, FI Gardener. Um, if FI Twitter was subscription-based, what is the maximum you would pay for it per month? Please include VAT in your answers. I'd pay... I'd pay if Twitter was subscription only. I, I, I know this wouldn't happen because there'd be less people on it, but I would genuinely yes. play, pay probably £1,000 a year for Twitter. £1,000 a year? <laughs> £1,000 a year. I was going to say forty nine ninety nine a month. Well, that's not too far. So it's 50 quid. That's £600. <laughs> that's not too far 60, away. That's 60%. Yeah, it's not too far away, that, though. Okay, no, good answer. There you go. Yeah, there so we go. 50, so between 600 and and £1,000. Yeah. Mm. yeah, for Twitter as itself. For FI Twitter. Oh, hang on. For FI Twitter, I'd probably pay... This is the this is the question. I'd probably pay about eighteen pounds a month, like a like a cheap gym membership. Yes, <laughs> like a twenty four seven gym membership. Yeah. you know where you can go any time and there's no person. But you're there. working out your football index brain. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Twitter. Yeah. To be fair, my six hundred pounds is based on FI Twitter. Oh wow, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I love the fans interacting <laughs> with them. Uh, oh, your question. Um, we've got a question here from FI Potter. I like this one. A fair bit of mm. talk. This from the Discord. Fig Patreon Discord. Shout out again. Mm. A fair bit of mm. talk that Depay could end up at Dortmund if yes. or when Sancho leaves. Do you see that as positive for him as a hold? Oh, that is a good question. Can I, Tough I just one, want to go back in? T- yeah, I want to go back in time and bore people for thirty seconds. One of my best trades last year was Memphis Depay because we had uh, Nabil Fakir leaving Leon, so it meant that Memphis was going to assume set pieces and the underlying numbers have been pretty good and so obviously he kind of stepped up into that role um and we had the matrix change which suited him so i've been a big fan of memphis and i got burnt on his injury it was quite a costly injury because i never was able to instant sell when it happened i had to wait a day or two so uh, i do like the footballer will he be good at dortmund as a forward i guess he will be only quite good for pb scores it depends if he takes everything though because at leon he is the focal point he takes literally every single set piece everything penalty but they haven't got a rock solid penalty taker have they i mean it's marco royce Mm. it's um it's gonna be harlan next year isn't it over memphis oh at dortmund Mm. yeah harlan's taking them i think i don't know if harlan's taken loads in the past he has for salzburg has he? Yeah, he took all of them. Has he got a good record? Uh, I think I saw him score two in the Champions League. He scored one against yeah. Napoli, didn't he? Yeah, that is an interesting one, Memphis. I mean, I think he's got a lot of value as a, as a Dutch player, a national uh, team player as well. Mm. But to me, the price was really built on a potential Premier League move and the transfer there, which has obviously now been kind of removed. What do you think? Just because I've gone, I've rambled a bit too much. I th- I'm on the fence there, so I've got splinters. What do you think about Dortmund? Good or bad? Uh, I think if you hold, you probably want to see him play another season at Leon, and hope that Leon are a bit better. Mm. Mm, damn. But I don't think Dortmund would be damning for his price. Right. Okay. Um, cash money show pony here. It's <laughs> a W Y S. That's Big what man. are you saying? Oh, what are you saying, big man? Kids, you know. Kids these days. When are we ditching Figlet and starting our own social media podcasting empire? I'm willing to pen a sick clickbait fig distract, gain us traction. I like the sound of that. And even have the perfect abandoned multi-story car park to film in. I am very urban, and I have been known to hang around the old multi-story. You're not. (laughs) You're not. (laughs) You just talked about the most expensive tea that I've ever seen in my life, and bloody... Pickled no, onions and scones. Yeah, no, no. Oh, I'm really down with this urban kind of grimy um, subplot of life. Absolutely so not. The, po- 
the pony and the pand. Um, what I'll say to him is, I'm out of contract at the end of September. <laughs> so if a lucrative, a lucrative offer arrives, he's just seeing us through to sell orders. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, uh, a stopgap before uh, I don't know. I start talking to myself. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sad. Okay. Yeah, that would be sad. Um, yeah, I'd probably I'd I'd make it my sole goal to take down whatever media podcasting empire that you and Showpony would say would start up. It would be a bit like if DX split up, you know, Triple H and Shawn Michaels. I know you love your wrestling, uh... <laughs> or a bit like when the Mitchell brothers. You know, when Phil Mitchell had an affair with Sharon. I don't oh, know. You know Again, um, sorry, I think Grant had an affair with Sharon, so the two brothers sort of fell out and they went their separate ways, and it was TV Dynamite. That's kind of what you and I would be. Like. <laughs> If we radio of, dynamite yeah if we launched rival podcasts <laughs> but we could do it right as a subplot like a story and get people and then we could come back together and say well it was all it was all pr <laughs> pr yeah yeah because any any press is good press i would love to right. see you um edit a podcast to be fair <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'd edit it with my afternoon tea i'd take it down to the old garden center i could just pull one of the oaps out in the <laughs> and could come, get them to have afternoon tea with me and just chat about football Mm. Oh god! Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just imagine that in my head. You wheeling someone yeah. out from it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Um, I've got a question here from Seb Wassell. He is the um, mm. works yeah, for football nice manager. Guy. Great, great bloke mm. on the Discord mm. now. So if that's, I'm, I'm actually going to sell the Discord. He's and um, it's S E C H W A. I need, I need to plug it. How many times do you mention a Discord? I'm sorry, it's a great place. If you were not on Sancho already. Would you buy now? Yeah. If yes, what scale of buy would you consider? This has been doing the rounds, hasn't it, on Twitter? Well, you only bought him because he was cheap when you bought him, Panda. you still buying now. You wouldn't buy now at this price, would you? Yeah, I used to have a wonderful top 10. I'm not saying that's what Seb sounds and or, or, no, or no, what his question know, was no, like, no. but I see what I mean, he's all, trying to all, say. All I care about for the umpteenth time is the current price of Jaden Sancho. I care not at all what price I bought him at. I care what his current price is. I bought him yesterday. So all I can say is I'm still buying at this price. In terms of allocation and how, you know, portion of your portfolio, I've got no idea. I don't know your philosophy. I don't know your style. You know, generally I recommend a diverse portfolio um, and split between different kind of asset classes. So I wouldn't like to give you an allocation, but I'm still buying at this price. So I still believe his value. And that's kind of really all I can say. Do you reckon I've lost a patron there with my impression? I don't think so. I think he's all right. Uh, no, I don't think he's been lost quite yet. Your turn. Um, do you know... Sa- oh, another Sancho one. Do you know Sancho is an anagram of Nacho? Oh, I saw this one. Hmm. What are your other favourite football anagram names? Pff, fuck it, I don't know. Well, that's really, really on the spot, isn't it? Have you, You've done some research, I can tell. Of course I haven't done any research for this. So you're, you're just going to magically... Out your ass, pick out like Schweinsteiger and turn it into some complex, posh, palated, you know, some sort of food, aren't you? Listen, I'm a master of the English language. <laughs> and let me tell you, do you know the word Hannah is a palindrome? What that means, my friend, is that Hannah is the same spell, sorry, spelt the same forwards and backwards. Well, it depends if you spell Hannah with an H at the end or not. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But assuming it's spelled <laughs> which is H-A-N-N-A. actually not that common. No, the more common is H A N N. Yes. So Hannah is a palindrome, and that's a good little thing over date night. In you know when you take your uh, partners out <laughs> this Saturday just to impress them. But anyway, I do have. If that impresses any of your partners, 
I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was going to say something the quite only, rude there, but I, I helped yeah, myself. The, back. It, it, the only no, the only I don't know footballers off the top of my head. I do know that Liverpool FC, a pelvic floor. Oh, I'm pretty sure that that was an anagram <laughs> I once learnt. And uh, Wigan Athletic, I think, were what giant lice. But I, I, I knew clubs from the top of my head. I don't think I remember footballers. Hmm. There was a footballer at Arsenal. Nacho think... Morel. Yeah, but what's the anagram? Just, no, I just mentioned it because Nacho's was in the question. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, okay. I think um, one matter was one, but I can't remember what it was. Matter. I think he might be. Do you know what? Jam tune. Yeah, we'll move people on. People, I, I think I, I remember. Get now. them in the comments. Uh, yeah, one matter is a jam tuna. Okay, a jam tuna. Anyway, yes. Which is obviously why would you ever put jam on tuna? That would be disgusting. Just sweeten it up and just cut through the brine. Oh, but, but anyway, you, you yes, don't you okay. don't you don't you take the brine out or at least most of it? I do actually. Yeah. I drain my. I release the brine. Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine you opening a can of tuna, leaving the brine, it just sticking strawberry jam all over. That'd be disgusting. I've got, I've got I've got a tuna opener. I don't open my own tins of tuna. What do you mean? Um, no, I mean, I've got someone to do that. Oh, right. and things. I thought yeah. it was some special machine that you just chucked it in and it came up with a tuna. <laughs> no, I don't, have, I don't have a tuna. I was going to be mesmerised. As mesmerised as I was yeah. going to be when the, uh, you know, the, 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 the water flosser came out. But um, got a question here from F.I. Pires on the Discord. Mm. How important is it for F.I. to add hundreds, if not thousands, of new players via IPO or whoever else yeah. to the platform yeah. for the long-term success and attractiveness on fi should this be a priority mm. Mm. yeah very exciting and uh, i think it needs to be a priority i think there's loads of oh sorry beg your pardon <laughs> i think there's loads of footballers playing in the last few nights i've seen that on on the index so i do think it needs to be added at the same time i'm going to use the famous horrible phrase again turkey's voting for christmas it reduces the value of our placed bets but you know for the long-term good of the product you you absolutely need all of the footballers on so i'm looking forward to the new ipo process it's a shame we didn't have a bigger dividend increase to absorb the new players mm. because you know there is always going to be a natural sell-off of some players for the new shiny toy and trying to flip it although we won't have that mechanism so maybe that will be reduced let's see what happens with that yes. go on your turn uh robert cheese right well i think my favorite fig guest of the year has been robert cheese really i have to say that seeing as he's my even friend, on even even because he was on with ll who was way better than him oh, i Something about Robert I really liked. Oh, he's such a good speaker, thing. to be fair. I, I liked his tone. Yeah. Um, how was the garden party? I haven't had it yet, so let me move on to that. FI Bav, this is for you, Fig. There's been some talk of a fractional share uh, share opinion instead of a future share split. Sorry, a future share option. What's your thoughts on the feasibility of fractions? Fractional shares, basically. Uh, a bit like 212, especially given the way divs are currently paid. So, one for Bav. Um... Maybe one day. I don't think. I think it's one of those things where you say to me, "Fig, if this happens in three years, would you be shocked?" I'd say no, but I'd probably mm, be shocked mm. if it happened within twelve months. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's an excellent answer. I mean, Kieran, when he came onto your pod, yeah. discussed and referenced fractional shares. I do think we'll see. I don't that. think they mind share splits. I think they dislike no, the hype no. and the 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 boom and the bust cycle of share splits. You see, you see this is fascinating because. For those, again, for the, for the new listeners, sorry for the experience, guys. When we had our last share split announcement, Pogba and Neymar were top of the index and they were £16 and they rose to about £24. They got way overheated and too expensive, in my opinion. And the day after the share split, there was quite a big drop off in those two assets. Um, you, share split is useful because it, it reduced the barrier to entry. So 
not for me or for some of you listeners out there, but for some people, they don't want to pay £15 for a footballer. So if you split that by three and uh, multiply the number of shares you've got by three, so you bring the footballer down to £5, but treble the shares, it, it makes it more accessible to spend £5 on a footballer. Mm. So it has quite a strong psychological impact on the top end, and you will get some top end growth. The big difference for me now compared to then is the assets, and I've said this before, and I'll say it till I'm blue in the face, the top of the index now is so healthy. Pogba and Neymar had their individual problems. Pogba with his move to Madrid and Neymar with his injury issues. You've now got Trent, Sancho and Bappe, who to me are way underpriced and could be any price. So I think that it will be a different result. I don't think we'll have that drop after it. Um, the top end's healthy. I think we'll share... To, to kill off another question, we're not going to see fractional shares, I don't believe, next Easter. But I do think we, we may see a share split. Mm. So I'll, I'll side with you. Mm. Um, got a question of three pronged here from Sigmund Freund. Uh, mm. Can you explain in seven words why Sancho rising is good for the market? Seven words. I'm not going to do exactly seven, but um, enables exciting relative comparison values. Uh, I mean, that's shit, but I'll take it. Two, Panda, if Fig was going to follow you and name himself an animal, what should it be? You an animal? Yeah. Uh, if I was going, not, if I was going to yeah, follow you yeah. and for some yes. reason rebrand right. the fig. Yes. I, yep, yep. I would, yeah, I've thought about this actually in the past quite a bit. I would <laughs> label you as an otter. Okay. Actually. Because when I Googled this ages ago, when I met you, because you're, you're a small little chap, you know, nothing of you. Really. I'm taller than said, you. <laughs> I am taller than you by a, a <laughs> honest, fair bit as well. You know, you a are, couple inches up, or so. You are, up, you are up to my nipples. <laughs> it says here... <laughs> It said here, otters are petite, engaging creatures, overflowing with positive energy. That's you. Intelligent and bright. They are also popular, eminently lovable, and display the highly developed social skills that typify small carnivores. When I first met you, I thought, he is a petite, small carnivore. <laughs> so I... So I am taller than you. For the last time, I have to... Maybe I, in your orthopaedic boots. I've got... But let, let me tell orthopedic. you <laughs> Oh my word! Okay, what's what's Sigmund's? <laughs> the benchmark of any adult is that that they iron the back of a shirt even when wearing yeah. a jacket. Do you? Yeah, I hundred percent do. Do you have a, someone to iron there, stuff for right. you? Not anymore. I did have a uh, a maid, I guess you'd call her. Um, but when I worked in the city, I was a city slicker. <laughs> I was I was one of the men of town. I was known in the square mile. I used to wear very sharp suits. <laughs> <laughs> oh man let, let, let me tell you the order of how you order shirts out there so number one you've got to have clean shoes and you've got to have clean fingernails really important for first impressions teeth are important second thing get yeah, ironing your shirts so you want to do your back first and then your yoke collar sleeve sleeve front front so uh, i'm a good ironer um uh, what do you hang on you've not you've got away with all these do you iron your shirts the back i don't i don't re i never really wear suits I'm a, I'm a i'm a i'm a Listen to me. I'm a I'm a modern entrepreneur, a modern mogul. Oh, I'm yeah. not like, a, like I'm scruffy. I'm not an old school. I'm not an old. I'm not an old school city slicker. Old school business partner. No. Do you know what I mean? I'm. No. I'm. Yeah. You know, I'll turn up with my hair crazy, just out yeah. of bed, and I'll wow you, yeah. dazzle you with my presentation skills. Yeah. The problem is though, when I see, but why did you wear a bowling shirt? So I didn't wear week, a bowling I shirt. Listen, last a very nice week, short sleeve shirt. I've referenced that at the garden party this Saturday. I'm wowing people with this bowling <laughs> shirt I've got. 
Uh, people have called, you know, someone labelled me as a Charlie Sheen style character. <laughs> it's, a, it's a phenomenal bowling shirt. Next thing I know, you're on state of play doing your Arsenal debrief. And people have alerted me because you're wearing a bowling shirt. Because I was on, on my way to on my way to quite a, a nice place in um, in the south of London. I don't really oh. frequent that often, but um, it's me, oh. meeting some friends there, and I had to look good, you know. Okay, fair enough then. Um, okay, uh, this is Lewis Perry. How many more have we got? A handful. Yeah, yeah, another ten minutes. Handful. Left. Lewis Perry for you. Name the three most exciting holds fig for Europa and Champions League in each position. I think you can do it combined. So maybe just name a defender, midfielder, and striker who you're excited about. Um, midfielder, defender, midfielder, striker. <laughs> midfielder, I like Diaby. Good player. Moussa Diaby. Leverkusen. Moussa Diaby. Scored, scored today. Yeah. Looked very good. Yeah. Probably would have won PB yeah. if he wasn't taken off right. Um, yeah, I'll go that. Yeah, I'll go Yotta up front. I think I mentioned him before. I don't even own him, but I just, I just like him. I'd love him at yeah, Arsenal. I like Pedro Neto. Yeah, like you've, you've liked him He's not playing. Well. He didn't, he, they played Pod at uh, Pedence tonight, Pedence, yeah. Interesting. Um, but I like... Yeah, I'll go for Neto, although he didn't play. Mm. Um, Defender. Defender. I think the Leverkusen centre-back is very good. Saboa. He looks a very good player. I don't think he's maybe a FI one, but um, okay. I, th- I like him as a footballer. I'm going to go for Alfonso Davis mm, mm. because I think Bayern Munich, will, well, obviously they should finish off Chelsea and then I think they'll be very hard to stop. So I'll go for Alfonso Davis. Mm. Um, Football Index Machine, are you a Bayesian or a frequentist? Ba- yeah, ba- how, do you spe- how do you pronounce it? Because I got made fun of by Football Index yeah, do, do you know what? This is really embarrassing because I was laughing along and I dreaded you asking this question because I don't know. So you <laughs> laughed along, and you didn't even you didn't even cut go. I'm not cutting this out. I'm embarrassed. Just as a cut fan this, chop this out, please. Chop this Do you out. know what either of those things are? Because I have no I, idea. Um, I wouldn't say I'm fluent in those models. No, Should I just cut this all out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do another one now. I'm joking. I'll, we keep it in. It's no, very no. unfiltered. We we'll keep it. In. Um, yeah. Football Linux bidder. How detailed do you expect FI to be with their product roadmap in the next announcement this week? Will they commit to dates, weeks, months, or quarters for each major release? So many potential implications for this roadmap, both positive and negative. Yeah. This is really interesting because I, um, I've always been hammering them to give us a roadmap. And then I spoke to ASP when we did that um, show together on the Matrix Reloaded. And he said, they do give us a semblance of a roadmap at the start of each year. But with staff turnover... As a growing company, it, it is sort of difficult to it. And then they hang themselves out to dry if they can't reach them. So I kind of listened to him and kind of in the end have subscribed to his theory a little bit. I, I think if we got quarters, that would be great. But I think, you know, half a year, you know, first half of a year, second half of the year is suitable. I don't think we'll see a meticulous roadmap. Although there is a job hire, isn't there, where one of the descriptions, I think it's called product manager. And they're hiring a product manager, and they talk about need for a roadmap on there. Mm, mm. So uh, to to create a roadmap, bloody hell, you do do your research. Don't I will never dev- no double cross s- you. I will there's never- no stone I leave unturned. Oh, oh, yes. Greeky from the um, Discord said, "Can you discuss yeah. this?" This was an email. They say that they've paid out twelve million pounds in total dividends since August 2019, and seven- 12 million. Yeah, and seven hundred million has been traded in total since August 2019. He said, can you discuss this? I'm presuming he means um, those figures, but what, what do you... Have you well, so, so what is that? 14... So what's 2% of 700 million? 2% of 700 million. It's 14 million. So they've made 14 million on commission. Well, um, yeah, I mean, it's very hard 
to say. Very difficult. Because if, if, if traded buys and sells... It's very it's hard. It's very hard to say. It's very or is, hard. Or is, or, is, or is trading when it's... I don't know, actually. I can't. I think so they hard. can be slightly creative with this. But I think commission clearly is very healthy. And um, minting of shares, I believe, is their main revenue driver. You know, bets placed and using that for growth. Um, and also you've got the instant sell in the old days where they'd instant sell and buy shares back off traders mm. and then they'd sell them on for a profit, generally speaking, a lot of the time. So they made a lot of money that way. So they've got many ways to, to make money on players. Uh, to, sorry, to make money on the platform. Um, yeah, it's a big number, 700 million. I don't really have a lot else apart from that. Okay, one more each. Okay. Uh, Asked last week, so I'll try again, from Filthy Investments. You previously... Th- oh, we've, you've answered me that already. Who's won the Champions League in Europa? We answered that last week. Okay, Ferran Torres. You may be a little bit more familiar with mm. me. This is from MCR, underscore MCR, underscore ABC. What do you make of Ferran Torres' move to City and his PB potential post today's position change? I just want to say, I was the most excited I've been when I found out Ferran Torres was a forward because that bodes very well for Sancho's position change. But tell me, Fig, you know, Ferran Torres type of player or if not, how do you think you'll get on at City? Don't think he'll get that many minutes, to be honest. Ah. Well, I don't. Yeah, so where's he going to play? Yeah, rotational minutes out wide. He's, you know, he's also not as good as Mares, is he? Or Sterling? No, nowhere near. Um, he's no. also. Um, I find it interesting because he's quite a prolific crosser of the ball. Maybe I'm mistaken, but uh, he's he's very yeah. crosser of the ball. I don't know if City crossed the ball too much, so I think he's going to adapt to one playing a four-three-three because I think. Valencia played much of a, a 4-4-2 this season. Very, I think PB Man said that they played in a Burnley-like 4-4-2, which is not the, the yes. nicest way of playing football. Um, they have been playing 4-4-2 for a while now, Valencia, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah. And they're a mess, aren't they? Actually? They are a mess. Um, and there's going to be a lot of uh, development needed for him to, to become like a mainstay in that side. I think I, I really think it's going to be he's going to play as much as Phil Foden did this year, next season. Yeah, I'd be I'd so, be shocked yeah, okay. to see if he played more than that. He is yeah, nowhere near as ready as Bernardo Silva was when he joined City. If that makes sense. No, I think that's very fair to be honest. Yeah, I kind of agree. Um, one other, just quick one from me to you. On. This is Fi Oscar because I asked the first half. He said, which was interesting. Um, different point. Havertz, Pulisic at Chelsea prices. I think that's the issue, isn't it? What we need to see how that plays mm. out. But he also asks the benefits of Nasdaq integration. He says, "I've seen, heard it used as a good thing for the future of the platform, so I'm excited for it. But I don't really see the full benefit of what that offers me." I've kind of changed his words a bit, but or, or her words, or, or or it. Sorry, because there's well, you get yourselves into politically correct the world there. Sorry, I've mumbled. But um, what are the Nasdaq benefits? Um, so first and foremost, from a tech standpoint, Nasdaq. If the way that I understand it, and please correct me if I'm wrong, if you're if you're more technically literate than I, they have their own white labeled kind of um, trading backend, like the the ability to move X from Fig to move to X to Panda, if that makes sense. And mm. they have this white label solution, the infrastructure, the backend to make it so it can be as much volume as possible. Um, and when you have things like the complexities of buy sell orders and then buy from market etc uh q sell market sell whatever it may be then this obviously makes mm. things a lot less uh strenuous on the current fi systems um mm. and and that's what stopped them doing a lot of things right so a lot of people have asked about share expiries why isn't that being uh done it's because fi have 
created five years worth of product on old tech and tech that isn't really um, fit for purpose. They've mm, uh, mm. they can't change things on scale. When they change one thing, another thing breaks. Like these are the kind of complexities that you have when you're on this kind of system. And from my understanding, FI are going to move their front end onto this new back-end white-labeled solution and then they can do whatever they want at mass volume because these things are built so that they can trade, you know, um, billions of volumes, uh, billions of dollars worth worth of volume of crypto or or, uh, futures options in oil or whatever it may be. FI is a small fish to them. So fingers crossed, we're going to be in a position mid-late October, uh, mid-late September, start of October, where if it's implemented, FI can change at speed far quicker than we've ever seen them change, mm. which will be interesting. I think that's a really good answer. I've got nothing to add to that, to be honest. All right, last one no, from well me. Well done, Fig. Last one from okay. me. Uh, what date do you think Sancho will sign to United? That's from at D-Y-N-O-F-I, Dynoffy. Dino. Yeah, I, I, I think I've got this wrong. I was going to go for the 7th of August, okay. the new number seven. <laughs> so I'll have to stick to it because I don't want to... That's tomorrow. Anymore, I, yeah, I know. Right, give me, give me a revamped from the information that you've got in front of you. Come on. Super forecaster. Twentieth of August. All right, all right. What about you? Uh, yeah, I don't think that's an unfair assumption. Do you not think there's a chance it gets done tomorrow? No chance. Maybe like a two percent chance. Okay. Not even my that, favorite I think. question. Uh, okay. My favorite. Well, it's actually a good thing. I mean, I'm, the longer it drags, I'm fine. Oh, I had a question. Qu- oh, go on. I had my own question that I put in the thread to remind myself. Oh, sugar. Did you okay, see it? Let me just quick, it got a couple of likes. Yeah, quick, quick shout Go out on. to David Griffith. This is my favourite question of the week. Uh, I don't know who. I never spoke to him. Non-FI, but saw a documentary on NFL quarterback Alex Smith the other day. Um, brilliant documentary out there. I think it's 30 for 30. On a scale of 1 to 10, how do you think Fig's injury compares? Right, for those of you who don't know, Alex Smith has had the most gruesome injury and just historical recovery from it. It's, it's horrific. So it just made me laugh. But, um, you know, clearly your injury doesn't compare to that. But I like the question. <laughs> Uh, and your one, Football Index Guide, GNA's P. I might do it next week. You could do it next week. PB score. Okay, GNA's. Oh, you could do it. How many rush? How, how many GNA's yeah. will Sancho get for United in all competitions next season? I don't like to say really because there might be like a, a small. I don't think there will be an adaptation period because he's going, he's coming home, but. GNAs, I don't know. I think uh, what did Rashford get? GNA. He got seventeen goals in the Premier League. So I think he goals twenty-four. I think Sancho would do thirty to thirty-five. That's quite a lot. Combined. Fair play. PB scores over two forty next season. Uh, five and media buzz wins. This is hard. Give give it to me in not number of wins. Give me in pound yielded. Amount of money yielded. I think from I think from today, the sixth of August, to the finals of Euro twenty twenty one. I think he can win um, three pounds seventy-five on um, dividends. Bloody hell! So two, yeah, two pounds seven. Yeah, I don't know, two pound fifty. I don't have it in front of me, my numbers, because I'm in a different room today. But I think he can win a lot <laughs> in the letter writing room, apparently. Yeah, I'm in the the. I've got the bureau and um, kind of I've got to seal some letters off and dispatch them. So, um, yeah. What about you? Did you want to answer this or just hang me out? To I'm going to hang you out to dry. I think. Because I've got to go okay. edit this. I get sheepish get answering these because pe- people are always like, oh, Sancho, pump, 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 pump. But, you know. but I don't think 30 to 35 is not that many, though. 
I mean, it is no. it is relatively a lot. It's 15 goals and 15 assists. But if you consider the n- numbers that Martial and Rashford put up, I don't think it's. I don't think that's a pumpy stat. I mean, look at the defending in the Premier oh, League. Man. I know it is generally, you know, a stronger league potentially in depth, but the defending. Like, you know, we've watched Chelsea, you know, eight weeks. Chelsea I mean, and look Martial. Look, look at Chelsea and Arsenal. How they defend City. I guess they might be better with Nathan Naki, but it's plenty of. Uh, you know, space to attack into an exploitation. There's no Vidic, Ferdinand, Terry, Carvalho. Oh, imagine. Come on, um, Sancho would absolutely rip Vidic apart. <laughs> uh, Fernando Torres did. El Nino did. Didn't El Nino. <laughs> <laughs> that was his name, wasn't right, it? Right, right. I think we've got a better fit in there. Where can people find out more about you? At sporting underscore panda. Lots of love to everyone out there. Have a nice weekend. Wear your sunscreen. <laughs> Wear your sunscreen. And, uh, uh, thank yeah. you very much, everyone, for listening. Have a great day. If you guys are commuting, doing whatever you're doing, have a great day doing that. Football X is a gambling platform. Only bet what you could afford to lose and stop when the fun stops. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. And sorry it's so late out today uh, for the pod. Hopefully you can listen it uh, listen to it in bed or in the morning, whatever you choose. Thank you very much. Thank you.